Simon, could you tell us a little bit about your background and how you got into composing for film and TV? I studied music at degree level and my specialism was composition. When I'd finished that, uh, after a, a, a short gap of being in the real world, I went to the National Film and Television School to do their postgraduate film composition course. And that's where I met a lot of my colleagues who I work with now in the industry. My music's always been described as evocative and, and emotional. I've not really been into the academic side of music, uh, surrealism and, and the like. And also I perform, I'm a jazz pianist, so I'm still performing music and that feeds in well to film music really because it's a lot of popular and jazz music is involved obviously in, uh, in writing for film. And when you started composing, did it start as just notation and how did your studio build up to what it is today? Well, my first compositions were written at the piano with a pen and paper and in fact I started in church music when I was in the choir. I used to write chants and hymns and things. I got my first MIDI system in about 1992-3 uh, when computers were, music computers were in their infancy really. And slowly over time I've developed a, a set of instruments and sounds, but I'm constantly upgrading. I, I spend a lot of money on, in any one year I'll be upgrading constantly. My most recent uh, piece of equipment will, well I only bought a few weeks ago. So it's a constantly changing thing. Technology moves on, things are done better and, uh, and one gets rid of the old and brings in the new. You've got a lot of equipment in your studio. Perhaps you could talk a little bit about what the equipment is and what it does. The two things that I use are primarily a computer to store the information and keyboards or various boxes to play sounds back. This is my master keyboard, 88 weighted keys, and it simulates the feel of a piano. This directly links via this MIDI cable here into my MIDI interface. I have three main types of instrument in here. The first type is a sampler. That means that it's a blank canvas in which, in which I can load various types of sound. For example, one type maybe a string ensemble, or I might choose to load in some drum sounds. One of my samplers, uh, which is over here, has a keyboard attached. And um, if I wish to play that, I can do. At the moment, my uh, MIDI local is set to off. So if I just flip that to on, then I can play the sound of a trumpet. And just to show you, um, I can also trigger that from here. Uh, this is my second sampler, which is has much less memory, so at the moment it hasn't actually got any sounds in it. Then I have a set of synthesizers, i.e. sounds that have no audio reference to the world of acoustic instruments, for want of a better word. One of those has a keyboard, one of them doesn't, and they make sounds by synthesizing sounds from raw material, making the sounds that you hear in dance music primarily. And then right here in the centre of the studio, I have my two main workhorse uh, sound sets. This is a Roland 1080, which is the predecessor of the 5080, which is a sampler and a sample playback device and also a synthesizer all in one. The reason it's the main one is because it's a 32-channel instrument, i.e. it has two MIDI inputs, and I can get most of what I want out of that particular instrument and then add the special stuff from the other instruments on top of that. We have here four screens. Um, this screen here is a basic PC. I use that for my internet connection and I prefer to keep my music computer 
unconnected to the internet for the reasons of viruses and hacking. Over here is a flat screen television which plays back any movie footage that I'm going to be using uh, in my guise as a film composer. And then we come to these two screens. These two screens are connected to one computer, the G4 down here. It's very useful to be able to see more than one window open at any one time. But I, as you can see, I can move that across there. And I can have various screen sets set up so I can see different sets of things on the two screens. This is eMagic's Logic Platinum and it allows me to record MIDI information and audio information and manipulate both of those. And that comes basically all controlled by the G4 computer down here. However, once I've got all the sounds together, I need to make them into a mix, and that happens over here. I have a 32-channel mixer plus a 20-channel submixer, so all of the outputs of the various keyboard boxes that I've mentioned come into this mixing desk. And also the sound card of the computer is connected to the first 16 channels of this desk. What I can do with this mixing desk is alter the volume, the timbre, the stereo position. I can add reverb, compression, and what's called aural excitation to add extra um, frisson to the final mixed sound. But eventually, when I'm happy with the mix, which I will have been monitoring through these bi-amped, Genlec speakers, near-field speakers. I then mix the whole thing back onto the computer and record it into a stereo file, uh, which you can actually see a version of something I've done ending up there. And do you find that space is a problem in your studio? Do you find you want more equipment, or is the equipment getting smaller so you can fit more in? If I had a budget to start from scratch, I would end up with considerably less than I have. It's the organic process which has, has caused me to keep things rather than get rid of them I suppose. Electronic equipment uh, is very depreciable so you buy something for £2,000 in year one and by year three it's not worth 100 uh, That sort of investment you don't tend to like to see uh, go away. But if I started from scratch yes you could actually get it all into one computer, in fact you can get it all into a laptop with a few add-on boxes if you needed to.